Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of NIMPA Alumni. The topic of the week is something that we have coined in part. Alexi, do you want to explain it since you were the person who came up with the name? So the term in question is blowcat, which is a portmanteau of bloke and cocat. I think we're all familiar with blowcore. Well, actually, that's kind of like a huge presumption. Blowcore was this like menswear style that um, I feel like started like kind of early this summer where guys on TikTok were trying to dress like, you know, just working class British lads wearing like what they call a footy kit, aka soccer jersey and some oversized pants and kind of dressing like a skins character from like the early 2000s, but in a way that was just like average British man, you know, not aspiring to anything. I don't know. It's like a very normy look, but British flavored. Mm-hmm. But there's been this adaptation of it by women and girls that is kind of like feminizing it. So imagine like sportswear elements, football jerseys, kind of like rugby shirts, generally graphic tees that are sportswear influenced. Adidas has a lot of skin in the game here. And Adidas Sambas, Adidas Gazelles, those like low top kind of low profile sneakers, scrunchy socks, big oversized shorts or or, or tiny oversized shorts. Yeah, tiny or... shorts. Tiny shorts. <laughs> mini skirts, mini skirts, etc. But like I guess baby tees as well. A lot of the times like the the shirts in question are kind of cropped or undersized. A good reference for this just if you want a quick visual is how Bella Hadid has been dressing in on the streets recently. Like Alexi said, lots of tiny spandex shorts, like varsity jackets, plastic headbands, sneakers like everyday, scrunch socks. Yeah, it's definitely like a little bit of a 2000 sportswear look, but it goes beyond that, which is why we're here to talk about it. Yeah. And I guess as it's as it's getting colder, we're seeing more like outerwear, like zip up jackets, kind of these like big leather bomber jackets, hockey jerseys, mm-hmm. like motorcycle jackets. I feel like people have been wearing too. Yeah. No, I think also that color yellow, that sort of um that, that's like a very trendy color right now, kind of like yellow-black combinations, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just the color combination just gives like UN, you know, it's like the yeah. colors of nationalism, just colors that would be on flags, black, red, blue, white, yellow. It gives like FIFA, World Cup, the Olympics, mm-hmm. it gives um, international sports. Um, right now in Austin, it's F1. Uh, which is like a Formula One. We have like a Formula One stadium here randomly, which is sketchy to me. But this is something (laughs) that I, this is actually a style that is kind of popping off a little bit um, in town right now because it's F1. So this is definitely like um, kind of like citizen of the world vibes a little bit. But I think that's that's where it occurs naturally. But this is more, the blowcat trend, I think, is more of a, a adopted from people who are not necessarily like, native to this look you know yeah oh wait and I want to talk about accessories as well because I feel like they're an important part um those kind of like y2k glasses I don't know what they're really called mm. like they're sometimes they're like wraparound glasses oh do you mean like the speedy glasses like yeah the sporting glasses yeah they're like yeah. um thought oakley's you know what I mean <laughs> thought oakley's yeah, yeah. they definitely yeah. thought oakley's I think Trulita just has some coming out soon noted um yeah i guess like gold jewelry is kind of 
in as well big airpod maxes or the cost porta pros everyone is really into those like over air headphones mm-hmm. and then like these bella hadid hairstyles that they're kind of like if clean girl became crazy girl like yes braided ponytails or like mm-hmm. five pigtails or something well it yeah. also gives um sporty in that like for example i think it's interesting that ufc is almost like the one place where white people can wear cornrows and no one will question it because if they don't work <laughs> like if they don't wear cornrows they'll literally get their hair torn out so it's like you this know so true so i feel like yeah. um there's like a weird like sporty element to it where like in sports like um you just hairstyles have to have hair are very, out of your face yeah. you need to have it really just tight tightened up like so that nobody can grab it yeah. so yeah, all the like brady things that villa hadid does it gives a little ufc um but also yeah it gives kind of like a J- J- japanese kind of like um uh what is it fruits magazine a little bit um yeah there's like spiky hairstyles from the early 2000s yeah yeah but that makes sense though i guess i'm seeing a lot of little ribbons in conjunction with those hairstyles which is very coquette mm-hmm. to me personally yeah i feel like it would be like wearing a jersey but then doing those braids that are kind of like it's not a milkmaid braid it's like a lamb's ear braid or something mm-hmm. where it like loops down mm-hmm. into a circle and then tying that with a bow would be like a very bloquette look wait this kind of reminds me of like girls in high school it used to be always a really big deal if you played sports that there was like one girl on your team who was really good at braiding hair yeah like a, a really tight french braid and i think when they were if it was in middle school they would always have the biggest bow of them all mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about where they had like the tightest buns like at the top of their head and they just put a giant bow on top but i think they aged out of that slowly but yeah, i think like volleyball and softball girls would always do like these little braided hairstyles with ribbons and it would be like a team spirit thing huh everyone's getting a little sporty yeah i also think that being like, good at braiding is very much like a summer camp quality i think mm-hmm. all the girls that were really good at french braiding it's because they went to summer camp and they did like some sort of team activity yeah <laughs> where they were braiding their hair were you guys on any teams in high school like sports teams i wasn't on any teams i did fencing but it was really like fence theater it was like a theater kid uh mm-hmm theater kid sports essentially i kind of feel like bella would do fencing though like yeah, i feel like i, I can see her wearing that that fencing outfit and being and be like on guard i think it'd be actually really awesome to wear some kind of like thoughty fencing costume because the jacket is like a straight jacket like super high neck like thing with like these weird padded closures it kind of does look like one of those motorcycle jerseys that or motorcycle jackets that's really like tight fitting yeah, it gives parent trap. A lot of baseball shirts. Wait, we haven't mentioned that yet. Like the baseball shirts with the raglan sleeve. Rugby shirts. Did we already mention that? Yeah, I think, uh, weirdly enough, another thing that I've seen a lot, and I think it's, you know, we've discussed slightly like house music trending for a little bit, electronic music. I- I'm sure everyone has noticed that within the past five, six years, every live music show has been replaced with a DJ, which it's been a meme for a while, but now it's really like you do not see bands, you see DJs, and that's it. But um, I do see a lot like on TikTok, like the trending of the soundtrack of Benda Like Beckham, which really was an iconic soundtrack. Um, but I think this is like the musical soundtrack of the lives of these girls. Like they're always playing like basement jacks and they're like um Apple AirPod Maxes or like Gabber. <laughs> Gabber was what it's Gabber, called. yeah. Yeah. Wait, um guys, is this a bra girl development? 
Yeah. I kind of think it might be. I was just thinking, like, looking at the silhouettes overall. I just think that dressing like this is quite liberating. I don't know. But it's also, like, always really skinny girls, but it's not, like, super... I don't know, it just looks like comfy. It is bra girl, it is tomboy. It's it's almost like um anti okay, so athleisure to me has always seemed very sugar baby-esque a little bit. Like it gives a little bit like dependent on your boyfriend for his money type thing, or like um it gives a little bit like um, which is like I don't know. Uh I've neutral, I'm saying this all neutrally, but like it, you know, it's giving a little like I'm depending on a man, but like this version is almost like the independent woman version of athleisure right because it's like I don't have a gym membership like I'm part of like an all-girls like kickball team that I started with my friends or something like that you know what I mean on that same point like everyone always talks about how Bella Hadid's boyfriend is kind of bald and <laughs> a bit mysterious he's he, her I mean her last public boyfriend I think was the weekend and this guy is like a very low-key maybe creative director um <laughs> and so she's definitely like the sugar daddy in their situation mm-hmm. um i totally get what you mean by like associating activewear with sugar baby or like dependent vibes just like the activewear sets god who was that girl who really fell off she used to be friends with um the girl from tiktok was her name like sage something oh yeah um she used to be friends with victoria paris whatever i don't know suede brooks oh suede brooks, yeah, yeah, suede yeah. brooks. yeah um yeah yeah, she was always kind of wearing these like little set active sets. But this to me, people are saying it's very like downtown cool girl, etc., which I think is true. But I think it's like girls who are trying to signal that they want boyfriends who like are on grailed or something. The association of like sportiness with coolness gives elevated bra girl. Yeah. I don't think any of these girls are like admitting to know anything about sports, but it almost is like the the inverse like the sugar baby um activewear thing is signaling that you work out and have an active lifestyle when you don't and this is like the funniest thing about it is that it's like signaling sportiness when they're obviously really skinny and are like not engaged in that at all yeah no that's true where like um the sports especially repped in this aesthetic like soccer rugby like these cause you to have some of the largest thighs like in like uh, known to man like you need to have a serious set of thunder thighs on you if you want to kick that ball across the field like how long is this <laughs> soccer field it's like crazy like soccer players are really like just so like they're yeah. monsters they're literally like crazy so it's like um definitely this isn't giving but it is giving like um brings the soccer ball to the picnic or barbecue type thing <laughs> Yeah, it's like a boyishness. It's like a cheeky yeah. boyishness, which I think is. Oh my god! Wait, I I just I just remember that I was the most, and I used to be extremely bloquette. I would go around the Lower East Side slash downtown Manhattan with a basketball, and me and my friends would like d- like dribble it down the court, and then like go to Glossier, <laughs> and it was really and like I would like carry it around this bag sometimes. That was like, do you know those? very like Claire's S limited to bags that have the giant sequins mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's really epic, dude. Yeah. I experienced misogyny during this one time, which is that this guy knocked the ball out of my hand into the street. Oh my God. <gasps> to be fair, I feel like in New York at that time, basketball was kind of a vibe because skaters were more of a vibe and skaters were always skating on basketball courts. And so like, if you didn't want to like just hang around and watch them skate, bringing a basketball was a good way to involve yourself yeah and basketball is just so much more a part of life in new york versus soccer football is such a big part of life in 
the United Kingdom and people play it uh, recreationally all the time. Yeah. So it makes sense just like culturally as well. Should we talk a bit about footy? What, what do they call it? Like the amazing game? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone calls it that. Oh, the beautiful game. I think that's like the beautiful that... boy. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> bloke. Um, yeah, I think that the like signaling of like being a soccer fan, especially in America, is like kind of lulls because soccer has always been the one thing that the U.S. has been like a little bit bad at and almost like a kid throwing a tantrum when they like try something once and like suck at it we've just like kind of dissociated from it I mean like there's still there's still like a soccer league in the U.S. but it's not something that like the average American really cares about but I do think you know globalization like we're realizing that the World Cup is a huge deal like there are a lot of like immigrants in America who still carry this like love of soccer and nationalism from their homeland and also like latin america is kind of popping up right now is that fair to say like yeah a lot of these looks like influencers are just randomly like obsessed with brazil right now brazil is trending on tiktok like these brazilian funk remixes that are like when your grandma is yelling at you but she's brazilian and it'll be like an old lady screaming but then it like, transitions into Brazilian funk I don't know I feel like it's a cultural cringe moment where like Americans are feeling a little bit left out and now it's seen as cool to signal like a worldliness yeah yeah the the Brazilian thing makes sense to me as well because I also associate this kind of like like super sexy tom girl thing with like early Victoria's Secret Mm -hmm. um because they would always make them wear like baseball jerseys for some Mm -hmm. reason Mm -hmm. um and obviously so many of the recognizable um British or sorry not British there are no British Victoria's Secret models uh Victoria's Secret models were Brazilian like Giselle and Mm -hmm. Alessandra and Borussia etc I feel like there were also a lot of like white Commonwealth girls like South African girls like Candace oh my god yes oh, the Commonwealth she, yeah, is literally Africa. my passion is, isn't she Bahati Prince has to she be probably African. is I I don't I don't no, the, doubt they're, that, but... they're both South African I know I know a good bit about their lore I think it's really funny to compare this with the vibe of like women wearing sportswear and jerseys of like the 2010s like I feel like Beyonce was always wearing jerseys Miley Cyrus was also wearing like basketball jerseys which goes to show that basketball was kind of like it was popping off more yeah no but that's the thing too is yeah I feel like it was either like football or or basketball jerseys which both were very American sports I know that basketball was like first invented in Canada or whatever (laughs) um there's like a fun fact but no, yeah, soccer is definitely FIFA World Cup is coming up in, on the twentieth. It does feel like right now we're having a little bit of a global South like moment or whatever. Alexi is um is kind of an expert on this. She's been uh, kind of um warning us. Who's been the canary in the coal mine about this for about a year now? Yeah, um, you know, MIA is on the cover of paper? Question mark. Yeah, that maybe- actually was the prophecy that I foretold. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we might do an episode on this, which we, would be really cool. But it is, like, um, interesting because I think we talked about it a lot in uh, Snapocalypse, which is, like, I think it is the new way of signaling wealth has, like, nothing to do with, like, you having, like, historic, like, long ties to, like, your own country or whatever, like a Rothschild or, um, like, a Rockefeller. It has a lot more to do with, like, having the international Dubai vibes. Like, like you just have to have, like, the cultural understanding to um signal that like oh even though I'm like 
living in Connecticut, like I've been to enough countries to like know that like I should be rooting for Arsenal this year, which I don't know anything <laughs> about Arsenal. I don't Wait, know that, but um, I, I want to talk. I want to talk more about the 2010s basketball vibe because I think that was a really good point and I also really associate that with hip-hop culture mm-hmm. like there's always so many like viral photos of like Drake courtside watching a Lakers game yeah also, Rihanna as well brand, like a- yeah and this is brand called Bodega Rose are you familiar with this brand I think so yeah it's mm-hmm. like a New York-based brand but they basically um I remember I used to work at a, a, a store in New York that stocks them and they had like these planters for plants um that were made out of like basketballs and they also have planters that are made out of like uh molds of Nike Air Force Ones and like Timberlands and like New York coffee cups um and also I, I when I was looking at Bella wearing jerseys online I saw some photos of her from the 2010s wearing um jerseys kind of in that Beyonce style like you said and Mm -hmm. I would say then it was way more glam so it'd be like you're wearing an oversized jersey but then your full face is like beat Mm -hmm. and you have like you have like big hoop earrings on Mm -hmm. versus now it's like you're supposed to be crusty yeah this is true yeah now it's like no makeup makeup I think of all those pictures of like Beyonce where she's like doing the Illuminati hands and she's like got a red lip and big mm-hmm. hair i feel like rihanna is kind of the transitional figure between these two things but also we don't really catch her off duty anymore Mm-mm. Yeah. no even when she is off duty she she does kind of turn it out i think she just has such a closet on her that she just like is really every yeah. time she leaves the house she just like and she, mommy duty is like you know you don't leave the house very often she like always feels the need to be repping a full face of fenty beauty and mm-hmm. like, that's true yeah also i feel like it was such a thing to be an influencer girl going to a Lakers game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah. And also the music of this time, obviously it was very hip hop dominant, but now thinking about the icons of blowcore, it's like a way says blur. And we're already culturally moving towards like rock being back in our systems with like the 1975's new album, New Arctic Monkeys. But also, yeah, we talked about this in Euro Summer that even hip hop has been influenced by um this like Euro kind of like house vibe, like Drake's mm-hmm. album. Megan Thee Stallion had a song that was kind of housey as well. Well, even um around the time when this look was really popping off, like this is almost like the first era of like Daft Daft Punk or whatever. You know what I mean? Where it is just like we're kind of reviving the old back when like this electronic music really was like such a huge mainstream thing and was like in commercials and stuff I really miss that style of advertisement when there would be really upbeat like electronic music that was very bubbly um and European and like also like I feel like the like was it it's like sweet disposition sweet what is it bittersweet symphony Mm. not bittersweet symphony Sweet disposition like is the temp- sweet. is temperature, up, right? Yeah. yeah, that type of thing as well. There used to be music that you would discover through advertisements, and it would be so good. Yeah, I was seeing someone talk about um, "Music Is My Hot Hot Sex" by CSS, and being like, saying that one of Taylor Swift's new songs like stole the rhythm from it, and they were like, when you realize that like Taylor Swift stole something from this like obscure band, and everyone was commenting <laughs> like, this song was really in an iPod commercial that like aired <laughs> nationally. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, there was like a, there was a real commercial indie vibe back then, which as we mm-hmm. know, I am like a huge fan of because my taste has not moved past like 2015 commercial indie. On that note, 
the lead singer or one of the, is, it the lead, is Damon Albarn the lead singer of Blur? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. and he's I'm also sure. in. He's also Gorillas. okay. Well, yeah, Damon Albarn, one of the faces of Blowcore, lead singer of Blur, also in Gorillas. Gorillas very much feels to me like that, like I don't mm-hmm. know that era of electronic music that was really exciting. Didn't they just release an album? I love Gorillaz, mm. shamelessly. Yeah, same. I do have just... to say that their visual is unmatched. Like, Jamie Hewlett, the guy who did all of their stuff, I'm, like, mm-hmm. looking at some of his images, and the clothes that Gorillaz were wearing are all pretty, like, bloatcore. <laughs> They're really bloatcore. Like, yeah. the silhouettes are, like, these tank tops and skinny jeans. I love Noodle, the, like, little Japanese girl who was the first person involved. <laughs> Wait, guys, this is giving Banksy suddenly to me. Blowcore, it's giving Banksy to me suddenly. There there was like a conspiracy that Damon Albarn was Banksy. Am I right? No, it was the guy from a fucking. Um, it's too early. I'm too hungover. Yeah, it was um, uh, Mass Attack. The guy from Mass Attack (laughs) is Banksy. Apparently, that was a bit of a laugh. But no, it's giving Banksy to me. It is. I don't know why. I just know he was. I don't think this give. Wait, actually, okay, it might get. I think it's just like the street art era, like when people thought that like graffiti and street art was cool. Well, it's like exit through the gift shop, Banksy. Do y'all remember when that was like an Oscar Oscar movie or whatever? That was like I I never saw it. I don't even know what was going on in it, but I think it was bloke. It was the Banksy documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I think my question is like, do normal people like Banksy? Because I feel like a bloke at his core is supposed to be like a normal ish guy. It's very complicated. The semantics of this word are complicated. No, I so, think as with a lot. I think Banksy is like a normal person thing. I see I still see like um normal people with like Banksy stickers on their computers to this day. No, I think maybe that might be because I'm, I live in Austin though. No, I think yeah, Banksy's passe. It's like I feel like mom's like Banksy at this point. Like I would say that a bloke would say that's a bit gay no like you know what I mean should I ask Jackson I kind of want to ask Jackson the bloke is a little like that to me bloke is normie a little bit is it not like because it's just a common man right but but this is just bloke core is like reviving the common man of like 2008 or something you know what I mean but the thing is like normies like normie blokes I feel like we can't even associate them with normie men as we know them Wait, I have a, a answer. Do we have a, a bloke, bloke associate? We have a bloke associate. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think blokes like Banksy? Uh, I don't think they'd care. Did you guys hear that? And probably be like, oh, that's kind of funny. He's a, yeah. Like, I'd imagine a bloke would maybe have like a Banksy wall, like an iPhone background. Okay. The answer is their answer. Mm-hmm. It's a mixed bag. Okay. Like, they wouldn't care, but they might have it as an iPhone background. Okay, maybe we could make a do a poll. I, you know, you guys are you guys are convincing me. You are, but Thank I'm still you. curious. I think it's a yeah. He's right. Thank you, it's a Thank you, Jackson. Uh, we should definitely talk more about the origins of bloke core, though. I think it's really interesting. I personally have been smelling out a cool Britannia, uh, revival for the last like I think six months or so. Do you guys? Are you guys? Have we talked about Cool Britannia before? Because I I love saying it, so I feel like I may have mentioned it. I think you did talk about it. I remember talking about the Union Jack and shit at some point. Mm-hmm. Because girls were, like, really into wearing the Union Jack. You know who also wears the Union Jack? The Dare. Oh, he yeah, he the does. Union Jack shirt. 
Yeah. Well, he, he's got a very British um, demeanor. Or, Affect. Um, yeah. He also but, does like he could be British. Mm-hmm. It's his face. His face is very... Well, yeah, he's got the, the Liam Gallagher brows. He does. Like, the brow. Yeah. Very... And that hair. Yeah, I think it's... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. having kind of... I think that blokes have kind of botched haircuts. I feel like mm-hmm. they have, they have like, straight across bangs like this. They've got a bit of a fringe, but it's, like, yeah. yeah like, their mom made fringe. them... Their mom made them get a fringe, but they, like, try to mess it up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah i agree it's definitely this like tension between like adolescence and like being going to the pub or something mm-hmm. yeah. which makes sense because well actually jack jackson said that blokes are never young they're always old and lads are young well maybe girls are being more like lads than blokes then no because i feel like lads aren't as swag swagged out they're more like wearing the skinny jeans and the classic british when you think of like a european man wearing skinny jeans that are like super you know have you seen that meme where it's like all the guys with like like undercuts and wearing like super tight skinny jeans yeah mad mad lad um memes no that's what Mm -hmm. i because i was looking up um, i was trying to reach like an authoritative distinction between lad and bloke and I, i just went to both the wikipedia pages and just the pictures alone, like, Bloke was this very buoyant, tubby little red man who was smiling with a with a big beer in his hand. And then Lad was, like, right. a young young boy. And it was, I like... Think, are Blokes, like, the British version of Homer Simpson? Yeah. I don't think no, so. It's, no, I don't agree. It might be the Australian version of Homer Simpson, according to <laughs> Wikipedia. I don't know. I see. I don't know what's going on, but um honestly i think this is over our head like if i'm being honest even as someone that lives here this this culture is like impenetrable to me but i do think that it does kind of come out of this cool britannia vibe which is a a name the name for the period of like increased pride in culture at the uk and the mid 90s i think like oasis the spice girls um but also something that i've been thinking about recently is like obviously in america we've had this alternification of americana after the trump after the trump administration and i do think this is trying to like people are trying to kind of like reclaim what uk culture is after brexit um there's this really funny quote i saw which is like blowcore is a way of reclaiming what uk culture is embracing its two pints of lager and packet of crisps charm uh and i think i agree with that for sure yeah that that's um the chicken shop kid the pengus munch (laughs) (laughs) do you guys know what i'm talking about i thought you meant it's the chicken shop chicken shop date with amelia oh no but she actually is that that, guys yeah no that's true oh and binley mega chippy yeah binley mega (laughs) mega chippy also um the frazzled british woman aesthetic which to me is extremely aligned with how bella hadid dresses now if you guys have the frazzled british woman aesthetic is a little bit more suitable to like fall winter because it just is like haphazard layering and like you just Mm -hmm. took your hat off and your hair looks like shit vibes you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's like yeah it's definitely centered around being a bit frazzled as it says it's kind of your pm you know miss liz trust is giving like extremely Mm, frazzled no she's not no i don't agree i feel like she's way too like flippy mom bob but Mm. everyone always references like bridget jones in the holiday kate winslet Mm -hmm. in the holiday as being good examples of this and also i i 
I do like when people wear the long skirt with the long boots. I think it's a nice look on a lot of people. And that's definitely part of the the Bridget Jones look. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another another big moment of reference for this is uh, infamous pictures of Damon Albarn and Liam Gallagher at a charity match, charity football match in 1996, um, where like they're kind of getting each other's faces, but they're both wearing these really swaggy football kits and like Liam's wearing a bucket hat um and it was like during this feud between Oasis and Blur and I think that those photos are just like really what British culture is all about that really gives k-pop look they do this thing in Korea called international star wait no idol star athletic competition where they like make k-pop idols do like Olympics against each other I love that really good photo uh, yeah I also was just thinking about how these kind of like celebrity sports games feel very 2000s and I know they do them now but they do not feel as interesting as they did back then yeah remember when Disney used to do their weird version of the Olympics too what was it called Disney Disney Channel Channel games the Disney Channel games yeah I was about to mention that it was like Mitchell Musso versus Miley Cyrus (laughs) they're very blue cut uh, the way that they would dress the female stars for the Disney Channel original games. Or whatever yeah. Um, Should we talk a bit about Adidas? Adidas, yeah. Yeah, so I think one thing Adidas. that is notable to me is, like, we like to think of casual sportswear being, like, the global style that America is responsible for, which I do think is, like, largely true. But that's, like, a Nike vibe, and Adidas is... German named after Adi Dassler, its inventor, which I think is just the cutest name I've ever heard. Yeah, cute. But, you know, like the Adidas Sambas, Adidas Gazelles, the Adidas Grace Wales Bonner collab also is a highly coveted shoe at the moment. And like, yeah, the three yeah. stripes, there's something about it that really is just so, like, maybe this is what Nike got wrong because Nike is just like a really simple logo and like stylistically like as a whole can't really be adapted that many ways but like you can have this three stripes on like a shirt a skirt a jacket like your phone case Mm -hmm. like it just has such a understated like it adds like a instant sportiness and recognizability to everything yeah it's like kind of ripe for collaboration too where it's just anything that you throw three stripes on no matter what brand or no, no matter how like like there's this photo we have on the um never mind but um no it is very right <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that Nike is also way more part of hip-hop culture as well yeah. so it makes sense that now that we're like moving a little bit away from hip-hop being the most dominant um music and culture that Adidas they've also just divorced from from yeezy which seems like a big move and so now i'm sure that they're gonna mm-hmm. start like going back into the archive and doing re-editions and like the vintage adidas vibe it's definitely mm-hmm. popping off a bit yeah because yeezy like that was adidas trying to be futuristic and like pave the mm-hmm. way for like streetwear that was their like contribution to hype culture um, yeah which, like, was super influential, but I think now, as everyone is, like, divorcing from Kanye. I think something that might reveal my own Americanness is that, yeah, I never really associated Adidas or Adidas um, <laughs> as, like, a very sporty brand. And I 
I associate Nike with like extremely sportiness because it's like Nike is what you get at like Academy Sports and Outdoors, like for your gym class. You know That's what I true. mean? But I think, is it more popular in Europe as like a sporty brand or because like Adidas or Adidas or whatever was more of like a hype always, even when I was super young, it was always more of like a style choice that it was something that was more practical. Well, let me explain. Let me explain. Please, please. So I feel like okay, so the, the most famous Nike shoes are Jordans. Yeah. Those are, mm-hmm. those are basketball shoes. Yeah. And then the most famous Adidas shoes are probably Sambas. And those are football shoes soccer mm-hmm. shoes yeah so right. i feel like that's the real like pivotal distinction is also yeah. because once again since soccer has never been as popular in america that it just wasn't part of our our sporting regime also i always feel like i i, I think adidas is cheaper as well yeah it is i remember there was definitely like a hierarchy in middle school yeah. like the way that i thought about it was like oh nike is like top tier and anything below it like puma adidas there's probably another one like I just thought of those all as like cheaper and worse alternatives but I don't know like Adidas also did have an indie moment especially among men's styling like I feel like it was very hipster to wear these like low profile kind of trainers quote unquote I remember Mm. my middle school boyfriend always wore Adidas Sambas and he was like into blur (laughs) so like you think of guys wearing these with like skinny jeans and like a button-up this is kind of how my gay roommate dresses like Tom from 500 Days of Summer Vibes Adidas tracksuits, though, were definitely, like, Adidas does have a lot of hip-hop origins. Like, Run DMC has their song, My Adidas, and it was notably, like, the first time that a brand and, like, a hip-hop group collaborated. Like, Adidas gifted them these, like, huge gold chains that had the Adidas logo on them. That was in the 80s, so I don't know, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And they would always wear, like, Adidas tracksuits. Yeah, the thing about this is, like, you will not see a full tracksuit, which is a very sporty mm-hmm. thing like people are splitting them up into parts so it'll be like you know a big track jacket and like a mini skirt or like baby tee and track pants it's mm-hmm. yeah yeah or if they're wearing like a full track suit or something they'll have it like unzipped and they'll be wearing like knee-high boots underneath the <laughs> pants or something yeah so it's definitely it, it i feel like it's very important for these people that it's almost it's very like post slash pre y2k Whereas the full tracksuit right now, I think is most associated with like girls wearing the Juicy Couture revival tracksuits, which I feel right. like is very not this. Yeah, that's kind of like passe, I would say at this point. I gotta say, I love the color palette of this. I'm just looking at the board and I'm so happy. Also, as our um, K pop correspondent, uh, New Jeans, who's like the biggest group in korea these days they're like really young girls aged like 14 to 17 their debut music video they're like on a soccer field and they're wearing these outfits that like at first i was like what the fuck is going on like they're wearing like an argentina soccer jersey like tucked in with like denim louis vuitton shorts and one of them is wearing like louis vuitton like basketball shorts and tims with like a corset but it kind of is like K fashion version of Blowcat, which yeah. we have pictures of on the board as well. I'm excited yeah. to check this And out. also, Gucci just did a collaboration with Adidas that has been seen on the likes of a few starlets, including Sydney Sweeney, wore like the full Adidas um, Gucci look. But in that same vein, the Gucci Adidas collaboration, because it's Gucci, is very 70s inspired. Um, and I feel like there is a level of 70s inspiration in 
especially bloke core um like they were they tried to wear a lot of like vintage jerseys and like mullets and kind of like porn stashes um mm-hmm. to kind of distinguish themselves from like an actual normal bloke because it's still about that like that distinguishment i think the distinction yeah i think this reminds me a little bit of when train spotting was like very trendy among tumblr gif edits and stuff like um yeah kind of like that era of like kind of druggy um like electro alternative things right i think it's also like shaved heads are a really big trend with boys and i think this like getting like a shaved head boyfriend as a blue cat is kind of the goal right (laughs) <laughs> like especially if they have like bleach blonde hair a little bit like they dye it with like the shaved part or whatever yeah i also i this is definitely a bit related to gorpcore in terms of outerwear oh yeah i was gonna say i kept on coming across pictures of girls wearing arcteryx jackets mm-hmm. but that has like i don't know a more futuristic lean as opposed to like vintage the yeah. color palette is those kind of like stone grays army green it doesn't have the same like colorful saturated mm-hmm. pop but it does look really good with those like shieldy glasses you know yeah, yeah. the <clears throat> arcturus wave has fascinated me to no end um because that's always been I'll, i will ask nick to edit this out because i don't really want to talk about this but that's always been like a graffiti thing is arcturus because graffiti guys that's like a, a thing they have like specific like slang for stealing and like robbing an arcteric store like breaking in at night and like <laughs> Wait, I robbing keep that in. That's really funny. they call it like like they're like archies or whatever you know and like um yeah. they, so it's they always they're really into group they, they break, break into the store they break also, into the store and steal beloved and um here. portland-based white rapper yeet has always rapped about <laughs> arcteric do you guys know him yeah. no funny. um yeah, what was I going to say about Arcteryx? Oh, all of this to say, you know, Ar- both the Arcteryx girly movement and, like, Blowcat, I think it's showing that menswear, like, kind of is the moment. The fact mm-hmm. that, like, womenswear is taking so many cues from menswear. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look up Blowcore, all of the pictures are of men. The Vice articles are all about, like, men. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Men are getting a little... They might be onto something. Mm-hmm. They're kind of stunting on us a little bit. Yeah. They're getting a little sassy. I, I think also... <laughs> Mm-hmm. bloke core to me is like the first core aesthetic that's really coming from menswear and about menswear mm-hmm. it's true well yeah yeah and also yeah because i think with hype wear there's some female versions of it but it always maintained a really heavy feminine edge with maybe some masculine touches in order to sort of enhance your femininity more but this is like very androgynous it's hard to pull this off the way that bella does unless you're extremely thin extremely you know kind of like more yang dominant as they one would say with the kibay type Teaser thing but... literally there's like a horrible horrible storm outside and i feel like it's because i'm maligning it's because you're speaking on blokes too heavy <laughs> i don't think we're maligning blokes i love a cheeky bloke we live i would love to share a pint at weatherspoons with a bloke oh, um they would love to share a pint with you wait Someone oh, no. okay, I think Bizzos, you said something about or no, you were talking about Tumblr and like train spotting in that era, Sam. Mm-hmm. That reminds so, me. Yeah. So we've talked about the like, you know, 2010s Beyonce Rihanna like streetwear version of like girls wearing jerseys, but then there's also I feel like in there was like the health goth era of uh, like sportswear interest, which I'm 
I can't really remember. Was it more Nike or Adidas? Because That's... it was always like black and white. I feel like no, Adidas um, superstars were a vibe back then. Yeah, it was very Adidas, but I feel like the modern equivalent to that, or almost like the heritage of that, can be found in more core. Like you know, so mm -hmm. I don't know if this is totally because Adidas. This version of Adidas, I think Nike has always been very like primary colors or black and white, but Adidas can sometimes throw in like a more rainbow Technicolor esque like aesthetic to its brand, right? Yeah. Whereas like I think Nike is more block locked out with like it's like color palettes you know um, brazil flag green is like it's got to be the most beautiful color in the world i think yeah it's really pretty yeah um what is it called kelly it's kelly green i think it's brazil green brazil green i think brazil it green. um this is kind of vibrationally health goth though because once again let's look at bella hadid she is mentally unwell the picture of says. health <laughs> yeah but but she but like i it's very i feel like a lot of these girls are kind of like micro influencers they have like 15k and like followers or something and they like to drink green juice and um they do have a i still think a, a, pred, a predilection for health amidst their like mental duress yeah, yeah, but he does post a lot of crying selfies. There's a lot of but... green. There's like the green of matcha, the green of the football field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I actually do really like this. I, if I was able to pull this off, I would, I would wear it. Um, I don't know if it really matches me right now, but maybe in the future at some point, I'll be more athletic looking. I just cleaned out my closet for like the first time since I moved to New York, and I found a lot of like Adidas or just like weird sportswear pieces that I picked up over the years. Ooh, I'm just cool. like, should I try my hand at it? But I really just think it's, it kind of gives like girl and not woman, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that I wanted uh, to say about this is just like, maybe it's because it has this like Bella Hadid influence of like street style model off duty, but like these types of outfits are only really good for like waking up, throwing shit on. It has that kind of like boyfriend feeling of like, oh, I'm like taking something from my boyfriend and mm. Like, you kind of would just wear this to loiter or, like, get coffee or, like, sit around. You know what I mean? Or, like, work at Cafe for Not even Cafe Forgot. Like, it's, like, girls who work at, like, coffee shops. Like, actual well, cafes or... It kind of gives, like, um girl who just woke, like, spent the night at her boyfriend's house but didn't bring any of her clothes or makeup or anything. And just woke yeah. up the next day and uh, put on some of his clothes. But also, I kind of like this vibe a little bit because I do want to bring back um, group sports activities just personally. Like, I love whenever people, like, when I visit my cousins in Mexico, they're all, they're all, like, adults and stuff, but they play in, like, baseball teams with their friends and stuff. And there's, like, yeah. um, literally, like, this, like, little stadiums where it's, like, group sports activities and everyone goes, like, on a Friday night to go play like with their group sports things i just think we need that more in america like american culture really needs some sort of collective like activity um i will say the summer in new york that has been happening i would say a lot the pickleball really epidemic don't even want to get started on that but like i do know how i do have friends that are on like intramural soccer teams yeah yeah i think that's obviously that's super super popular here but also thinking about it this is blowcore super related to pop culture. It's like a, the kind of the essence of it is like going to get a pint with your friends uh. like, and chilling out. And pop culture is super, super social because it's like, it's really not 
the same thing like oh I'm gonna go have a drink it's just like what you do after work um so I do agree that there's like this like social element to this that Mm -hmm. I think uh America does lack yeah also because you can cut you can drink uh in public here um it's just a lot more relaxed and sociable because do you know any like drinking songs or songs that people sing when they watch yeah yeah I think I do but I think I don't know any British ones I just know Irish ones yeah I was um the Irish ones are crazy I just saw TikTok about like it was a British guy making fun of Americans and he was like American men cheering on their favorite sports team and it's him being like go team like you got this and then he's like British men cheering on a sport team and he's like singing some song that's like your mom's a slag and like (laughs) you're never gonna win like they make up these like very grade school songs to taunt the other teams right which I think is cool I saw that TikTok um but it was because someone stitched it really angry and they were like there's like literally a jail like inside of the Eagles stadium like I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) that was really funny Silver Linings playbook is like the only thing that is like the American version of look at when Jennifer Lawrence is like a football girl who um amazes everyone with like her ability to make bets and shit. I oh, need to yeah, watch that. Never to be honest. But then that, Bradley yeah. Cooper gets in a fight outside the Steelers stadium, I think. Because someone no, calls it's his brother the Eagles, gay. right? Is it the Eagles? Yeah, sure, probably. Well, no. it, it definitely wait. is in Philadelphia. It's it's the Eagles, yeah. No, because Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh Steelers, Philadelphia Eagles. I I actually haven't seen too many girls wearing this in England. I think it's because football culture is actually so specific, and like a lot of the kind of like alternative people aren't very into it. And so I think it's kind of it's just a bit um, too close to home (laughs) to reinvent, maybe. Mm-hmm. for girlies i don't know i really i see it way more on guys like walking through trendy neighborhoods than girls girls have been it, girls have been <laughs> slower these days picking up like trends and stuff i think guys are really very much on the wave of like buying shit as soon as it becomes trendy and like putting it on and like rocking it in public maybe men just feel really off like honored to feel that have their first core they've mm-hmm. never had a core before right that might feel really good to them. Good for them, dude. About time. I'm just thinking about like graphic tees and shit. Because somewhat, oh. like, I don't know, the more like Depop girly version of this, I feel like is wearing an I Love New York shirt or wearing like a Misty or like, I don't know, those. There's a time when like high fashion baby tees were in production. And then also like the Japanese hysteric glamour kind of like graphic tees, etc. Yeah, this is just more like the tomboy version of it's from the same time, right? Because it just this is very like budget like Beckham era, like early two thousands, but more um more like realistic. I know there's like a lot of discourse about like what people actually dressed in the like like in the early two thousands or whatever. And this is a little closer to that, but still quite um contrived in many ways um like it's not as um unicorn vomit y2k glitter s but it's still very y2k um mm-hmm. in a more realistic way which i appreciate and i think flattering way as well yeah i, I think american apparel is also or los angeles apparel is also kind of part of this too because mm-hmm. they've been putting a, out a lot of uh kind of american apparel classics that were inspired by like 70s and 80s sportswear so like a lot of leotards leg warmers um 
stretchy bodysuits, that kind of thing, which mm-hmm. folds really well into this too. Also, Meg wearing boxing boots. Oh yeah, that was a classic. Yeah, yeah I think that there's this there's a sporty undercurrent. I also happening. feel like people are getting more into sports lately. Like I have seen a lot more people than usual tweet about UFC. Like that's been, like, a Alana really- champion. Oh yeah, she's oh, like she an NBA is, girl. Yeah. Oh, she's an NBA. Yeah, a lot of champion. It's actually Alana so cool of her not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a thing happening where it's like um girls are independently getting into sports. Um, which is good. I mean, I think it's a, a good way of um like it's like a proxy war, right? Where you get to like that's why I love sports where people get to play out like all of their like uh weird conflicts like on a stage that is not real kind of like the olympics it's like proxy war amongst countries in the uk it's like football it's like proxy war betwixt um class right like north and south um yeah like, that's really fun i think it's healthy for society to have an outlet like that um, yeah the in the uk the whole footy thing just seems to be so like regional regionalistic and i've seen a lot of tiktoks of people making fun of like beef between like regions in england and being like oh your towns are like 20 minutes apart like why are you guys making fun of each other so hard but i think there's something kind of cool about that it gives like city states you know like medieval kind of geograph geographic relations yeah. <laughs> like warring city states yeah yeah like hamlets and villages because everything is so close together but there's still a lot of like regional distinctions that matter a lot to people. it's like tribalistic it's um, like thinking that like mm-hmm. people who live 30 minutes away are like barbarians it does have a lot to do with class as well yeah I, i'd love to <clears throat> i took a, a course on kitchen seek theater plays which was very illuminating on that i would love to like read more about <clears throat> the north and south distinction um and here in america we have a very similar literary movement to kitchen sink realism or whatever they call it kmart realism which i, I think is really is cool Sam. wow kitchen sink plays are like or just literature in general is like um it's like a very specific movement of like like northern british like industrial working class like plays and literature Wow. And they're all like very good. It's like they have like obviously like very specific themes, like the factory and stuff, but they're all really cool. And then here in America, Kmart realism is really um like Kmart? an alternative to Kmart realism. Yeah, that's kind of like the American alternative to like kitchen sink, which is like a just a really good name. Like you can already see like how that yeah. Yeah, um, I was gonna say like Kmart realism. I'm already attracted to that based on mm-hmm. how it's also termed low rent tragedies. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really like um, really cool um, little books and stuff. There's like strong like Texas um, connection there, um, which is cool. And I do like Eric Bogosian's a great um, filmmaker as well. So. Does George Saunders count as that? I don't think so. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Oh, no, yes, sorry, that was like a little like <laughs> no, I uh, like smart realism. No, it's not like, yeah. a laugh. It's always really in the most busted part of the city. Like I love K-Mart. Oh, Alexa, yeah, you should have met you should have met K-pop realism. <gasps> I think that'd be really cool if you did that. K-pop the musical is on Broadway now, but it looks like a huge <gasps> flop. Oh, that's crazy. They did a K-pop musical. Okay. Like uh th- this girl Luna from FX, which is like a second generation girl group but the rest of them are just like korean people i don't just... even think they're all korean 
I'm not Um, I can't believe BTS is joining the army. They're joining. Oh the army. yeah, let's go. I, I actually have like a strange admiration for like um the Korean and and Israeli um requirement for everyone to join the army, but I wouldn't want that imposed here. I just find that um interesting vintage the korean requirement you can do like civil service i like know guys who just ended up doing like bureaucratic work when they did it but everyone does have to do like the basic training part which is kind of fun mm-hmm. um what was i gonna say no i was gonna inspire a lot about bts actually no this is kind of like hubby <laughs> drinking culture does seem related to um bloke core yeah so why are all of our related. episodes recently so like drinky like what's going on i'm like guys we gotta get through i think it's because we it's because we've been recording on a sunday morning most of the like time after so the it's like we weekend. literally yeah yeah so it's like a we're typically going to bars like on saturday yeah. night so that's anyway, long story short, yeah. this is, well this is a quick Some recommendation of us are going to the pub yeah i need to start going to the pub oh my god quick recommendation there's this um korean youtube show that's really popular there called nothing much prepared and it's like this girl who's really funny she's actually really like the korean version of a broad girl like has a really deep voice and is really loud which is very much like not what korean female celebrities are expected to do but she like just invites these huge celebrities to her apartment and like they get really drunk but the oldest member of bts just went which is like a huge deal because they never do like outside third-party filming activities because they have like this crazy control over them um but the oldest member who's going to be the first one to enlist just went on and it was like actually really eye-opening he like talked about how he has like no friends and like never really like got drunk with anyone before and like feels this pressure to just like show only the best side of him to his fans but they like it's like a master class in like drinking it it really made me realize that like you need to like i don't know in new york there's this like intense scheduling of like pre-game like you get to a bar like or like cocktail kind of like vibes but i do think that there's something about like drinking just being an activity where everyone is like as soon as possible we need to get drunk like drinking games drinking songs yeah i think um yeah that's more of like a youthful vibe i think but it's i think it's important to have that moment because i think it's pretty important for younger people to get into that sort of thing because it reveals a lot about other people i also think it's better than young people getting into weed because drinking is such a social activity and weed is such a solitary activity so i think like um if you become like a stoner when you're young instead of just like a crazy person go to parties or whatever you just kind of have social problems like it just becomes harder to um make friends like later on like in college I think weed is a huge thing in the UK. Am I incorrect? Oh, do blokes smoke weed? Yeah. Uh, well, the weed here is really different. Um, <laughs> is it mid? <laughs> it's like it's very mid. It's like a not the same as American weed at all. I think that blokes do smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah. So many UK genres kind of like blew up. Like there was the. I think it started with like M to the B and like you know oh, yeah. like grime <laughs> rapping and. You remember Cheryl Cole? That song about, like, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that like guy's big... such a bloke. There are all of these, like, white British rappers that are so cute. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of, um, yeah, even with drill music, there's a lot of British influence mm-hmm. right now, which is weird. Do you guys know who Madeline Argy is? No. Uh-uh. Oh, God, really? She's like the new Victoria Paris. She's, um, she's British, <gasps> but she basically does these kind of like, unhinged story times um on tiktok and she's really pretty 
and everyone's obsessed with her and she is rumored to be dating central c who sings as well this girl's like brunette She's brunette, yeah. Yes, I think they are dated. Um, I know who you're talking about now. He's yeah, so because because she's bisexual, and they were like, it's about her. The lyrics like, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Um, and I wonder if she is blowhard at all. I feel like she's not because she only ever wears like gray sweatpants. I feel like she's always at home. I feel like wearing this type of hat is very blowhard. Like, oh my god! What do you call that? Self car hat. The Kenny hat. No, Kenny doesn't wear that hat. Kenny wears the ones with the flaps, like the ski hat. Um, no, that's yeah, that's true. I guess she kind of is blow cut because she is beautiful, but everyone's obsessed with her personality and her kind of captivating energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is more of a thing than with like athleisure girls where it was like you are are kind of boring or something i found that so endearing when i realized they were together allegedly because i don't know like rappers seem to always just go for a specific type of girl yeah you know what i mean i think like being a rapper's girlfriend like has this strict criteria so it was cool to see a rapper going for like claro type (laughs) yeah yeah you're right that is why everyone was so shocked and it seems like they're always just like hanging out in her house like all of the like videos of ever maybe they're just like tiktoks but she's just like always at home yeah she is always at home where i mean i definitely sense her reckoning happening at some point um just because she's like always eating like in the car being like ah like i can't afford a spoon and like ripping up a cup and eating yogurt with it <laughs> um so like I sense her her like class-based reckoning happening at some point but I do think she's really pretty and she's funny but she also is a broad girl though because someone also made a tiktok about her which is like her being like the way I know pretty privilege is real is because Madeline Argy comes on tiktok being like today I accidentally ate my period of blood and everyone like watches it and is like, like you are so pretty and so funny. She's basically always confessing to doing something gross. Um, oh no! But people still really are entranced by her persona and her image. That's always um yeah I think that that can get into tricky territory because it's always like people find them charming for like a weird like zeitgeist cycle and then all of a sudden the backlash is is just horrific and then. It's, it's a hard hard one to bounce back from. Yeah, that's why I likened her to Victoria Paris because Victoria mm-hmm. Paris had a similar, like, super... Wait, Victoria Paris is kind of low-cut, actually. A little bit, yeah. No, I feel like she oh, was yeah, always like a... wearing... I don't know, but she would be wearing, like, these set active sets, you know, the ones that are, are like, free people movement. I don't know, her style of athleisure, like, I didn't really vibe with it, but sometimes she would wear these really broad girl outfits, you know what you mean? Well, I think it's just because she was an equinox girl which is more athleisure but no she's like actually an athlete yeah she like was kind of a gym rat for real yeah she was like an equinox trainer right and like Mm -hmm. but i think like gym is like one type of style and then like going outside and like playing a game is like another type of style you know yeah and i think victoria paris with the gym style you know yeah i definitely think that like the type of tiny shorts that uh you might wear as a bloquette would go so deep in your ass if you were at the gym that like <laughs> it's not even like the type of ass clenching that comes from wearing like the 
girls who go to the gym and have like a, like a really fat ass wear it's like a different mm-hmm. type of smallness I think yeah um, and also if you're like a trainer it's like they're watching you yeah. you don't have you know what I mean it's like kind of the front of the room yeah they kind of have to wear costumes okay like the peloton trainers like literally wear these like fucked up athleisure costumes and oh yeah I've seen videos are you guys excited for the world cup yeah I'm excited for the world cup I was in the in Europe last time during the world cup um and here I am again wait where were you I was in Poland Oh my god, wait, Chalita's on. <laughs> yeah. This is Chalita and her boy her ex-boyfriend on the yeah, I pinned that. You did. Ooh. Yeah. I pinned that. Uh, I, I pinned that. Um oh yeah, I was just gonna say Commonwealth swag is like a vibe. Um as a person from Trinidad and Tobago, which is a British colony, I feel like I meet so many like swaggy Commonwealth people in New York, like Australians and South Africans and Kiwis and the like but also they can be really corny sometimes but I don't know this is like I think everyone has to admit that for all of the horrors of colonialism um footy has has created something beautiful that we can yeah all is it um is it a is was this just like my childhood propaganda or did the Aztecs invent soccer right Wait, you might be right. <laughs> no, yeah, because like no, the they just had that... like no. Every culture has like a ball game. Like China, yeah. China also has some like historical footy thing. I don't know. We probably should have looked up the history of soccer. My, yeah, my childhood propaganda because we were El Dorado that movie. They're like playing soccer, and then also yeah, it's like a whole thing where it's like the Aztec like ball or whatever, and then like the little hole and stuff. You if you go tour it like dates back to ancient China. It's Chinese, damn dude. China on top. I kind of feel like the Blokette is the daughter of, like, the Christian girl Autumn mother in the early 2000s. Yeah, in the early 2000s, soccer moms were, like, way more of a thing. Do kids even play soccer anymore? I I actually was on a soccer team in school, in middle school. That was a thing, that was a plot in Bandit Like Beckham, how, like, the mom was, like, a Christian girl Autumn mom that was freaking out because she mm-hmm. thought that her daughter was lesbian, but she would just wore, like, Adidas. She was just, like, a bloquette. Um, yeah. yeah. This is always, like, a weird thing with, like, heteronormativity and, like, I don't know, like, normie families is you want your kids to be involved in sports, but, like, when girls get too involved in sports, it's scary. Also, another good bloquette movie is, um, it's not She's All Bad, is it? Is that the one with Amanda Bynes where she has to, like, dress up as a boy? Yeah, that's Amanda Bynes. She's, like, yeah, yeah it's, like, very... F- uh, yeah, she See, she dresses up as her. No, wait, that's not what it's called. Um, fuck, what is that one called? No, she's all that as a British one. You're talking about he. She's the man. She's the man. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, yeah. National Geographic said the Aztecs played soccer three thousand years ago. Well, so Chinese people all played it. Because um... <laughs> it's a. Whatever. I think like the official game was invented by Chinese people in the 1800s. No, like, I feel like it was way before that really 1800s no 1800s is when like um british people started fucking it oh, up. Okay. oh wait yeah okay mesoamericans chinese people did it in the third and second century bc um okay so but they played so with a round ball made out of stitched leather oh see okay kind of seems like more of like a footy vibe yeah um but it does seem like british people did 
like formalize it as they do with their you know obsession with rules and regulations guys um should we wrap up do we have anything left to say oh yeah no i'm i'm I think I got yeah, I think there. we covered the bases. We can do a little, a little question. Oh, yeah, would session. you rather? Yeah. I have a question mm. for you guys. If mm-hmm. you okay. had a jersey, what numbers would you want to be on it? Should I said I've ever had a jersey. Yeah, me neither. Should we sell merch with jerseys with our names on them? That yeah. Would be so cute. I know, right? Do that pretty easy. Um, 17. I always get that number on like fortune cookies um yeah i'm not really like an angel numbers girl really but if i was it would be one of those um i feel like 11 is a good number that is a good one i like that i want to say zero zero but is that even allowed (laughs) no zero zero is very glitchy very glitchy (laughs) glitchcore glitchcore otherwise 22 which is my age but i do think it has a ring to it and then also 72 72 is a really satisfying number yeah yeah. Isn't it? <clears throat> yeah it's divisible by some by something <laughs> yeah well do you guys remember that there's a basketball player i think that like um changed his name to world peace at one point like while he was playing basketball and his jersey was really cool because it just said world peace on it oh, um i would want to have that jersey also ocho cinco who started he like changed his name to his number right i would chat ocho cinco I thought yeah. that was just his name. <laughs> that was so you're weird. Probably, you're probably right. He was a very weird guy. <laughs> I forgot about him. Um, all right, question. Would you rather fend off? I want to use weather spoons as like a thing. I don't know what um, that is. I'll explain. Like a, it's like a chain. Um, please go. <laughs> it's, it's like a chain of pubs oh, across the nation. <laughs> Um, of England, there's definitely there's um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely <laughs> no equivalent in the U.S. I don't think because I don't think we have like chains. I don't think bars, bars are allowed yeah. to be chains except like Applebee's, but they have to serve food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it would be similar to like an Applebee's, but obviously it's more centric around drinking, drinking. But you can't eat there. Do they have good food? Yeah, I've never had it, but it looks good to me. Pub <laughs> food, oh yum. Okay, continue, Sam. Would you rather? Um, okay, so picture this: you are in a weather spoons. It's about to reach midnight. Okay, the crowd is getting very rowdy. Okay, well, yeah, do the this bar- is already wrong. I'm sorry, this is wrong. <laughs> they close at close at like eleven p.m. <laughs> they, they close at like the strike. The strike of nine thirty. It's like, approaching nine thirty. It's approaching eight o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the evening. The bar is about to close. The crowd is getting okay. very rowdy. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, and you have um, the choice of either a hockey stick mm. or Liam Gallagher to help you fend oh off God. a crowd of angry, angry Brits. Which one do you choose? I'm going to go with Liam Gallagher. I think he really knows how to um, charm a crowd. Yeah, this is true. He's, I think he could unite them all in a song. Yeah. Like, I feel like British I people could be easily distracted by singing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. Also, I feel like he definitely like the song Wonderwall has kind of like a Pied Piper esque quality. Oh, it totally to me. does. Yeah, it really is just a guitar yeah. and a voice. Like it's actually so yeah. ancient in that way. It like it's transcends like... language. I think like Wonderwall definitely does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that he could like play the song and then people would like follow him like out of the pub. Pied Piper. <laughs> yeah, out of the pub. 
Um, what about you, Sam? Uh, I yeah, Liam Gallagher. I feel like I'm at worst comes to worst. I could just you know he he seems like a seasoned fighter. You know what I mean? You could tell he's gotten his ass yeah, beat or beat up scrappy. people. Yeah, like he's yeah, he, yeah. he has a brother that he hates. You know, it's like that epic like brotherly brawling. I think he's probably trained him well for a crowd of angry Brits. Seems like he's definitely yeah. struggled with alcoholism, so I think he maybe knows it from the inside out. You know, so like um. That reminds me that I love the term fraternizing. Yeah. It's like, we're all brothers, you know. My ESL brain just always said it fraternitizing. Um, <laughs> that's not what... I wish there was a girl version of it, but like, girls really don't soror... Whatever. Sororizing. <laughs> Sororizing sounds like terrorizing. That's why it's mm-hmm. like, it's not an equivalent. Do you guys think you guys would be like a good cup girl like the person that has to like stack all of the cups up really really high and to carry them back to the bar oh I'm, no it's I'm my nightmare at... to be a bar wench in general i've done that i've been a bar wench many of times I, you guys should see how many cups i can hold in one hand dude it's like actually crazy i can hold like so many cups in one hand i don't stack them i just like grab them all with my fingers <laughs> with your yeah. fingers in the beer yeah yeah <laughs> I guess the thing here is they stack them like a like this like like a tower. No, um, that's that's like that's next level. I don't do shit like. And that. that's like someone's job. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. cup wench, pint wench, or something. Yeah, that just reminds me. Wait, I I feel like this is a comment that girls always say on TikToks of like girls that are really stylish. They're just like, "How would you dress to go to the bar? Or like, how would you dress to go to a house party?" Because they can't imagine like being stylish in that context. But I feel like blowcat is a good option. Hmm. I honestly feel like it's. Mm, I feel like guys would find it really hot. Oh, definitely. Um, Especially if you're wearing like, like knee high socks and like. Yeah, and you have bows in your hair, and you're wearing a jersey. It, it's kind of it's a little bit anti the cool girl monologue um yeah that's what i was trying to say i think was like i don't know it has an interesting relationship with the male gaze but especially in america the types of guys that these girls are probably going for are so like not sporty and probably haven't watched a sports game in like years you know they're not going for like actual chads who like care about sports they're probably going for like commonwealth guys who are like oh like arsenal like what you know about that you know (laughs) yeah because i feel like um that's like here in america we have like the barstool guy archetype right and i think that that's like a very i mean i think it's similar to like a lad because it's also even like lad bible or whatever is almost like british like barstool yeah Um, unilad was also one of the original like mean yeah but now these are like it's weird that these like accounts are now these like media empires yeah. It goes to show the power of lads, blokes, and I don't know, the other type. Blokeheads, yeah. And bros everywhere. I agree. Yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely a really, they're a really powerful force when mobilized. Mm-hmm. And they are mobilized by football. So, oh, another thing we should mention is like, this is actually one specific type of style, which is like hooliganism. <gasps> um, if you guys know what that is. Hooliganism, yeah. yeah. In the, in These the girls UK. are not hooligans. So. Oh, in the UK. No, I don't. Oh, I don't know oh, the it's, UK It's context. different. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. like a specific type of young. I actually need to look at it, uh, an image really quickly so I can describe it. I do want to know. It's like I, I'd like to think of myself as a hooligan sometimes, but I read I read about this in a bloke core article where there was this like yeah. thing in the eighties called the Casuals, but I really had a hard time yes. wrapping my head around it. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we can maybe link some um, articles in the show notes because I haven't done enough research on it. But there's like a specific kind of subcultural style called like yeah, hooliganism and the casuals as well, which is both really football oriented youth culture. Mm-hmm. So that might be a good additional recommended read- reading from this episode if anyone's interested. I was I actually just think pub food is really good. And uh, I think it's something that could really be the bar food is good too, but it's not uniform. I don't think it's not. And like, cause now I think <clears throat> my experience has been like every bar has more of like a food truck situation going on. And so there's not really mm, something that feels very can... often. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. You know, I'm just informed by my circumstances, but it is like, there's no real comfort food. I mean, we have like Whataburger, I guess but that is, I don't know. That could yeah. really kill your make or break you and i feel like in the south it's just like go to cookout after and that's your equivalent of like bar food yeah i mean we just yeah we just kind of now here it's a little yeah we there'll be like um korean mexican fusion food trucks (laughs) or whatever and you just order like the weirdest rice bowl you've ever had and it's just like because it's the only thing that is around um yeah and england it's like really ancient food like steak and kidney pie I had that when I got home from the pub last night. Shepherd's pie. Is that a thing? Yeah. I got that at Whole Foods. Yeah, it is. My dad makes some mean shepherd's pie, dude. Yeah. Scotch egg. Scotch egg. Yeah, scotch eggs. It's just so many foods. They feel so ancient. Mm-hmm. The scotch egg feels like... But the chicken shop, I think, is so contemporary. And I feel like it's always moderated by, like, an Indian person. Right? Yeah. Like, who runs chicken shops? Yeah, I would say that's... I would say it's definitely most people who aren't white run yeah. chicken shops. Yeah, I think a lot of, It's, like, um, the equivalent of, like, halal food here, kind of. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, One thing that's different, though, is that there's not a lot of, like, actual food carts here, which I miss. Like, having actual food carts in on the street is nice, I think. Wait, should we do a would you rather about chicken shop dating? Wait, I showed you guys the Pengus lunch boy, right? The little boy. Who... Yeah, it just when you say it, it's so funny. Pengus like... munch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to say that Peng and Leng are both really like incredible slang words. British people are just good at slang. Also, I heard yeah. yard. Yard is home. I'm gonna oh, go yeah, yard. like yardies or like yardies. Yeah, also, I also wanted to mention, I think right now we're having a bit of a moment, like a, a bit of a culture war moment between the Brits and the Americans on TikTok a little bit. Like since the Queen died, I just like my for you page, just every four or five videos is always something making fun of British people. I think that's um, been a long, a long standing thing on TikTok, but it's always been like school shooting versus bad teeth. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's always a kind of a thing, but I think you know, it's, it's like where people show those gotten. like yeah, those pictures of fish that have like twenty rows of teeth, and they would be like, "At least I don't get shot in school." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think the best one of the best ones is like the the Nicki Minaj one, where it's like, "Oh, Prime Minister, I'm Nicki Minaj. I'm <laughs> actually British." <laughs> that one's really funny. <laughs> British politics is starting. I think maybe they're getting cool because it's like developing the level of spectacle that we had during the Trump administration. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really not the country is not well right now. That's super interesting, yeah, because Biz, you've discussed how there's a lot of cultural similarities in the UK 
as there were maybe like in 2016 in the United States. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting that, yeah, even in politics, like there's such a shit show going on right now. It's such a crisis. And like, yeah, it is very memed out, like whatever the hell is going on. Like, um, I, it's, but it seems a little more complex and, but maybe that that's just because I'm a foreigner, right? I, I don't understand what's going on there too down to a T, but I think it's pretty complicated. I thought it was funny why Boris Johnson resigned. I thought that was really funny as someone who had no context for it, which is just that um scandal about right, the gay guy that kind of <laughs> molested that guy at a bar. Yeah, right? There is there is like an element of homosexuality to it. Oh. But oh bojo. It's all yeah, it's all crazy. I would say Margaret Thatcher is not blowcat, to be honest, but she did wear them pussy bows. <laughs> she, she did? did? <laughs> yes. What? Like, the, like, 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 pussy bow. <laughs> like, the. Oh, yeah, hair. around her, around her neck. Why was I thinking, like, <laughs> yeah. hair? I was just like, wait, she might have been blowcat in that case. <laughs> um. Okay, so what was your chicken shop question? Oh, I don't know. Like, who would you want to go on a chicken shop date with? Skepta? Skepta? My uh, dad likes Skepta. That's my really sister weird. loves Skepta. My dad is, like, in his 70s, though. Like, he should not know who this is. He, like, went and saw him when he was in Scotland. <laughs> like, I, I was like, dad, your is... dad is a global citizen, though. Like, yeah. He's the weirdest surfing, Skepta loving. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he, like, no, yeah, because he, he just loves, he's, like, a, he's an old well, I'm sorry. I hope he doesn't hear this, but he's an older guy, you know, but he does. He likes better music than I do. Like, he's just yeah. so. I will say that it seems like there's a type of zillennial girl. Like, she reminds me a lot of my sister in that, like, she's just an American girl who got, like, really obsessed with, like, UK grime and is, like, yeah. a weeaboo for England and, like, has oh, these yeah. obscure British crushes and stuff like that. I think it was because yeah. I'm definitely, like, in this um a little bit where i think just the youtube algorithm pushed a lot of obscure british media around the time when i first started getting into youtube yeah um, that wasn't a coincidence it's because it, maybe it was obscure but like the brit pack was like a real thing the brit crew um but i feel like this is very different than that like yeah. zoella also my and, sister um, got really obsessed with um peaky blinders well i mean the british i guess they are good at colonizing and yeah. so, also British YouTubers like KSI and yeah. stuff. I was reading in that Blowcore article that like American boys were talking about how they like grew up with this perception of British culture being really cool and funny on the internet because they would like play FIFA and like watch these like British YouTubers that had this very British sense of humor and they would adopt things like saying bloke into their vocabulary even though they'd like never left the country. Which I think is kind of adorable. Yeah, I think that makes sense to me i think we all went through a phase where we were fascinated with british accents right yeah as, mm-hmm. as young people but the the Very masculine rare. version is just so much funnier because it has nothing to do with like the charm of london or like so well yeah you're like, right it has to do with like a very streetwise <laughs> i don't know yeah london yeah. urbanism i, I will say is like very beautiful um so you guys have got some great immigrant culture yeah i would agree with that london is a very beautiful city and there are blokes of all sorts Dang. Wait, where would I eat at a chicken shop with? I would eat with um Alive or Dead, any Brit. Um, definitely Christopher Hitchens, maybe. That would be cool to share a piece of chicken with Christopher Hitchens. Though I would laugh my head off and then he would say something really intelligent. You'd have to be on a date. That's okay. I, I would I would yeah. definitely be on a date with him, yeah. I think um, mine is Winston Churchill. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, I feel 
I've really become obsessed with him since I moved here. My dad had a heavy Winston Churchill phase where he would get like cigars and like smoke them in the backyard because of Winston Churchill. Then he eventually realized like he despises cigars and he would just try to be like he despises Winston Churchill. <laughs> he hates him Wait, too. Alan Alan Watts would be another really good chicken shop date. Mm-hmm. That'd be deep. Um, have I told you guys about this bar called the Churchill? It's like where my coworkers like to go. It's a pub no. that's literally Winston Churchill themed, has pictures of him everywhere. And when you go to the bathroom, oh. they play these like recordings of his speeches. Oh, yeah, you told me this. Wait, are you talking uh, about Alan Watts, the philosopher, like the third eye? Like, um, yeah, he's the, like, he's English. Isn't he the one who did the stoned ape theory? Who did that? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm always hearing his voice in like clips. Um, who did stoned ape theory? No, he's cool. I like Alan Watts. Yeah, he's like the OG like white guy who became into Eastern philosophy. Oh, sorry, I'm th- I'm thinking of Terence Terence McKenna. Oh yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, why haven't we even talked about them? I found out a really funny story about um Paul McCartney on a work Ooh, trip, but spill it. Actually, can I? I don't know. That's okay. You don't have to. It, yeah, I feel like Paul McCartney tea is very high level. Yeah, it's confidential. But I will tell you guys when we're done recording. It's really funny. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, cheerio, everybody. Yeah, yeah good day. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. ta so drained right now. I know. <laughs> and not in a drained gang way. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm really excited to hear everyone's ho- thoughts on this episode, because I feel like mm-hmm. it it's quite an early develop. Like, it's an idea that's in its early stages of development. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I kind of feel like it's fun as well because I think some of our episodes have definitely touched on variations of the coquette aesthetic mm-hmm. like brush and bimbo core and the sugar cookie consumerism episode as well so it's really fun to kind of track how it evolves into almost every every which way mm-hmm. right um okay <laughs> well thanks guys I'm really excited for like a guy to try to mansplain some kind of like soccer thing to mm-hmm. me like, actually, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I think I need that. Yeah, send us an email. We love getting emails from you guys. Send us, Please send, send, send us a video emails. tutorial. Yeah, send us your, like, a video of you doing some footy tricks. I think that would be cool. Mm, yeah. Please. Or send us an email in British, in British English. <laughs> and we'll have to translate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the most British email you can ever think of yeah um yeah no this is exciting um yeah tell us which teams to root for like honestly world tell us, no I tell know. us what team you root for mm-hmm. like if you're from the uk i think that's interesting yeah. um and also honestly we would really benefit from the real definition of bloke from anyone who is a uk listener um yes Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good, good night, England. <laughs> and good morning, America. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not how it works.